0: I don't know why they call it feline leukemia, because it's essentially AIDS for cats. Uh,
1: oh, because it's like highly contagious yeah. through, o- through we, only sex?
0: cats. Or fighting or blood or cuts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Hey everybody. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Bitch Sea Podcast. That's I'm right. Lissa. I'm Phil. And um, today we have um, a guest on the show who is just a beautiful, magical, timeless creature, uh, Mallory Grayson, but we're going to bring her in in a moment. Um, I'm going to start on this, uh, well, we're recording it on a rainy day. Don't know if the day that but it's released, it'll be rainy. It'll be released uh, May 8th, you said?
0: Yeah. It's going to be May.
1: It's going to be May.
0: It'll be the day after our show at the Nerd Melt. That's right. Gallery.
1: And by the way, uh, some pretty awesome news. Um, we're about to start a monthly run of the live show at QED in Astoria. Uh, so dates forthcoming for that. Um, and thank
0: you guys for showing up uh, to the last QED show or the first QED show. Super fun. We love that time. It's it a great, great time. time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good times. Good times. It's just, just like Regis delicious and, dish.
0: Regis and Kelly. Hey, let me tell you about that time we had. That was really good. Okay. <laughs> Great! And then, like, that's, like, the first 15 minutes. Anyway.
1: Pretty much. Niceties, niceties. Yeah, niceties, niceties. Um, in honor of the uh, the gloominess of this past uh, month, at least in New York, there's been a lot of, like, kind of crummy... Vibes? Not really... Crummy vibes. Just not really summer yet, and I'm really impatient, so... Um, well, I mean, they teased us. We had
0: beautiful days. They. they is, I, the,
1: the Sean Connerys of the world that wear a- animal <laughs>
0: costumes and control the weather... Those guys that happened to the, the weather movie. god it definitely yeah.
1: looks like Sean Connery. Yeah. Throwing lightning <laughs> All bolts. Oh, he controls the weather. From on and then it's like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> um, here is a brief entry from June 30th, 1996, uh, from my diary called Satin 2, because I was really creative by that point. This is uh, the summer after seventh grade, I think.
0: 96? 96. This yeah. is right when I discovered the internet
1: yeah it was uh, it was a dangerous 96. time
0: yeah dangerous dial-up time
1: when, when porn entered our lives and chat rooms by
0: accident and i didn't want it
1: oh no you really didn't want it did you
0: i really honestly <laughs> i didn't until Well, whatever go ahead
1: okay dear satin two the road vast open mysterious the dangerously mysterious road holds so many secrets Chuckling silently at us. That's a sentence that I wrote, chuckling silently at yeah, us. But
0: the, the, okay.
1: But today, we are on the road with a purpose. I'm on my way to camp today, more than halfway there. The tingly worry pricks my insides. What should I expect? I feel like a deer in headlights. My home and the cozy fam- familiarity grow farther and farther away as Massachusetts grows closer. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> <laughs> This is not me. My life is not change and adventure. Nevertheless, here I am. I feel strangely optimistic. Actually, almost excited. By the way, interjection here. My dad, uh, Stu J, well, Stuart J Mandel, Stu J, as he's known by his friends and cohort. But he wrote me an email the other day that was written like this. And it suddenly connected in my mind why I write like a Bronte sister when I'm 12, <laughs> and it's because Stu Jay is just the most uh, eloquent and maudlin of email writers, so it makes sense. Yeah, Can you turn up my mic, please. Uh, you one? I'm one. Yes. Cool. Sweet. Cool. Right. Uh, anyway, to get back to this, uh, I'm feel I feel strangely optimistic. Actually, almost excited. On the last day of camp, my family is going to pick me up on the way to Maine, where I get to see Frank and Martin again. Frank I had a crush on. Martin was an old family friend. The two of them had a crush on each other, and I was the weird third wheel as always. I miss Jim so much, uh, somebody who ha- again, who I had a crush on, who didn't know me from him. One home day we're going to
0: list all your crushes.
1: I would love to do that. I gave Abby a whole memo sheet of messages for David and/or Jim. I don't even know who David is, but probably another crush. On the long open highway, rain is soaking through the molecules, turning the road black as night and slick as oil. Other than the road, all there is is green. Trees, grass, shrubs. <laughs> <laughs> the road keeps winding, the car moving on and on. We are almost there. I'll get back to you. Love, LMM. I'll get back to you? I'll get back to you. Again, speaking the way Stu J would probably speak on a conference call. Nice.
0: Yeah, I like it. Um, so, what is this? What is this about for you? This is about uh, expectation, about promise, about. Uh...
1: It's terror. I was terrified. I mean, it turned out that camp was a, a really great experience for me, but I had never been away from home for oh, that long this,
0: before. This was your first. This was camp. my first. I just time. assume. I mean, this is a stereotype. I just assume all Jewish kids like just start out life with a camp in the summer.
1: <laughs> no, I did. I did like day camps, like tennis camp. Okay. and I did schooner camp.
0: Ooh, that sailboat <laughs> it was
1: schooner it's not a sailboat it's a schooner and <laughs> we learned a, a lot about maritime life and um, <laughs> take to the sea <laughs> uh, yeah but that was just day camp but this was my first time going away and no, it's not sleepaway camp it was at Wellesley College it was like baby college oh, for 7th wow. graders who wished they were already grown ups
0: I had that I went to Disney Institute one time which is where they, they take you Disney backstage to- Disney Institute, yeah <laughs> That's a, they later shortened it to that. And I, it was they just take you backstage to the, uh, like, behind the Golden Horseshoe Review in the what Magic is- Kingdom. Oh, God. It's like an eight-hour day where you just, like, you go everywhere. It's either you, you're you drawing in a room or you're just seeing all the backstage stuff. It's kind of fun.
1: Oh, you said that they uh, your parents sent you away to, to Disney Institute when they wanted to go have sex?
0: Oh, I... My parents don't have sex.
1: Um, <laughs> They've no, never I, had sex.
0: I think they just wanted to get a tan without injuring me because every time that they want to lie on the beach, I wind <laughs> up getting horribly sunburned or I trip or I get like four things at once. Like I had an ear infection. I had a, a fever, pink eye and and strep throat like all at once one time.
1: I don't think we've discussed this. Were you the difficult kid?
0: I was the difficult kid because that, I mean, I didn't choose to, but I would always just get sick like well, somehow. I-
1: you didn't choose to, but it was getting you a lot of attention.
0: Uh, no, I wanted to enjoy my time on Disney because I hated going to school. So the fact that I was sick in Disney was kind of a double blow, but it also meant that I got toys. So who cares?
1: Wait, you got tomato, extra tomato. toys when you were sick?
0: Well, I mean, out of pity because they'd be afraid. It'd be, it'd be a horrible thing if I died.
1: Um, hey, side note, when you went to the doctor and got shots... Did you get toys for that? Because I totally got a, a Barbie, like a brand new Barbie in a box when I got a booster shot. Um, it depends
0: because shots were one thing, but also um, when I had to, for my hernia... Like, there was just a lot of Wait, grabbing just my... just
1: tell, tell the listeners how old you were when you had a hernia. Three. <laughs> and,
0: and so, when the doctor would grab my testicles as a child that didn't descend, but also just to see what was going on down there, which was horribly invasive and awkward for a three-year-old, uh, I, of course, I got another Luke Skywalker action figure. Uh, of which add, you
1: already had seven. Or
0: well, something. by that point, like four. So, that was the fifth one. Um, they were real cheap. Uh, yeah. Let's get to our
1: guest. Okay, we're... great. <laughs> maybe she's maybe she had a hernia when she was three. We never know. Who knows? Um, our guest uh, is an amazing actor and just a beautiful uh, uh, human being. Very gifted. She has been in Sleep No More for the past several years in the cast of Sleep No More uh, in various roles, which for those of you who don't know, is an immersive theater experience uh, loosely based on the Scottish play that takes place in the McKittrick Hotel, which is actually like a multi floor structure that's part of the whole production. Uh, so it's incredible, and she's incredible. Um, so we're going to welcome to the show Mallory Grayson.
2: I get no
1: I, listen, I hadn't thought about it in a long time, but it was—it's was a good time to bring it back.
2: <laughs> I appreciate that.
1: I appreciate you silently laughing in the corner as uh, <laughs> as Phil rambles about the Disney Institute. Uh, you get, well, fine.
2: I, I mean, you had me at the hernia when he was three. That's like the funniest. I just picture you as a three-year-old with a tiny walker. <laughs> That's kind of how it went. It's still looking just like you do, which is like dapper, dapper wearing with a, like vest. a motorcycle jacket and looking I, oh. cool guy would be like, oh man, my hernia sucks. You changed my diaper. Like, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> oh
0: boy, I wish. It was that I was that cool. No, I was uh, I just had a lot of awesome pajamas. It's just replaced this with like Star Wars pajamas. <laughs> Two different kinds of like an St- adorable alpha.
2: tiny invalid. Yes. Okay. Oh my god. Did you do the footies when you were a kid? The footie uh, pajamas?
0: Yeah. I don't remember them. I don't remember the feeling of being inside of a footie because that's just an all encompassing experience but there, yeah. there are pictures of, of
1: that did so. you ever have one of those one of those classic like one piece with the butt flap did you have one Mallory? I didn't
2: have the butt flap one but the footies were a big issue for me why, I, I why is that be, I would go to bed with the footies on my feet would get really hot yeah and I didn't know how to you couldn't know, take them off no and so like I begged my mother like you have to cut these off but like in the middle of the night so like, <laughs> like I'm like maybe I don't know five I'm like go to the room be like you have to cut these off my oh. feet are sweating and I'm oh. baby so upset because and I still am like that my feet will always be like out of the covers to yeah mm-hmm.
0: you gotta have one foot out to ventilate Got like hot feet yeah <laughs> hot feet for hot
2: dancing <laughs> oh, where did you uh grow up now I grew up in Sharon Pennsylvania which I always make this joke and my boyfriend's gonna Uh, laugh at this um, hopefully Um, that I always say have you ever met a woman named Sharon and people are usually like yeah she sucked I'm like yeah just like Sharon (laughs) Pennsylvania so I'm I'm where where in Pennsylvania is Sharon you could like play hopscotch and you'd end up in Ohio so it's right near the closest like popular area is Youngstown Ohio but it's an hour between Pittsburgh hour between Cleveland so very small I mean like we had one one road the East State Street Road had Perkins, oh, wow. Burger King, McDonald's, one family restaurant that has since closed. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. And an Amish woodworking shop in our 12-store mall. Oh, how delightful. It's wonderful.
1: <laughs> and did you, I mean, I know a little bit about your family just because I've known you for a while yeah. and they are amazing, wonderful people. Did <laughs> yeah. you have like an overall uh, enjoyable
2: childhood or did you want to get out of there? Oh, I wanted out. I wanted out, out, out. Um, I, I consider myself to be the kind of kid that was friends with, and buddies with everybody, but I never, ever, ever was a like a cool cat. Does really, I find that hard. Trust to me, I'm like, I'm trying to think. Uh, like I remember everybody's first and last name that never like really truly became my friend. Like all the cool girls in the yeah. school that I wanted to like be buddies with mm-hmm. gave me such anxiety. I would have like these really elaborate slumber parties to try to like win their friendship over. They would oh, go really? terribly wrong.
1: Yeah, but who were your? Who were your, your real close pals, or did you not, did, were you a loner?
2: I kind of was a loner. A bit of a loner, actually. Hmm. Yeah, I was way too like, concerned to like, to go outside and like play pretend by myself, and, and then <laughs> wish I had friends, <laughs> and repeat the cycle since or uh, until I left, I left Pennsylvania.
0: How big was your school? It wasn't it Um, small, I went to right? a couple different schools, actually. Okay. I
2: went to a Catholic school, um, St. Michael's, in Greenville, Pennsylvania, which is a 20-minute drive. All that- girls? No, not all girls, but it should have basically been all girls. There were, like, four dudes, maybe. <laughs> um, but I'd say maybe 20 kids in each class. Cool. Yeah. First, eighth grade. It was pretty small. Standard. Yeah, I had some pretty scary teachers. Mrs. Mm-hmm. McFarland was a woman who reoccurs in my nightmares. Oh, God. Vacation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. That third grade math notebook that's, like, Pepto-Bismol pink is still something that scares the crap out of me. If I see that color in a store, I, I just want to throw up. <laughs>
1: And so what, what uh, opportunities did you have to see outside of that tiny town? Like, did you ever take trips that opened your eyes to what else was out there?
2: Yeah. My dad, so my dad, uh, his career is a little bit uh, unconventional. He's a martial arts teacher. Nice. Wait, and... I didn't even know that. Yeah. Because yeah. you're a martial artist yourself. Used to be. Former. <laughs> I put down the trophy. a <laughs> <laughs> <So laughs> badass. Um, but uh, he would travel all over the place teaching, like, Tai Chi classes and doing... Like kind of cool odd jobs, oh, that and so I awesome. usually travel with them. So like my family vacations were always like work related, it was mm-hmm. wherever my dad booked a gig, and so we came to New York a lot, which is kind of where I began to like fall in love with the city, like as a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually went to like China when I was twelve. Oh my god! Yeah. So, and it was funny because I'm from such a small town. Every little kid thought I was lying about going to China. So <laughs> I came out of school and said, like, I went to China, like, liar. <laughs> it's terrible. China isn't even real. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> my mom told me later. Like, maybe a couple months ago, she's like, yeah, everybody thought we were communists. I'm like, what? <gasps> what? I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> it gets juicy. I wasn't even being made fun of only. You guys were. You guys were getting it, too. And were you, you had an older sister, right? Yeah, an older sister. Um, She is 13 and a half years older than me. Oh, so yeah. you essentially had an only child experience. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, she went away to college when I was four, around there. Yeah.
1: And when uh, when did you get bit by the the acting bug? I think when I started putting on That's okay. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, all right, it went too far. No, it was good, it was good. I liked it. Um (laughs) Um I I have yet to experience the bell, so I (laughs) like that very much. Um I would put on uh full on productions of Aladdin for my parents. (laughs) After as all the characters watching all of Aladdin, no, I'd always just be the genie. <laughs> yeah, so, the genie was the best one. Yeah, like you never had a friend like me. Like, yeah. I, I still remember all my choreography. Oh wow, yeah, it was really in depth. In depth. In depth. Yeah,
0: that was that. Yeah, that was a very uh, a serious soundtrack for people who wanted to be actors because it's like, yeah. it was so
2: gives you a workout, gives you a nice yeah. vocal workout, mm-hmm. and
0: also Robin Williams made it so fun.
2: Robin. I know. I know. I know. I just Oh, that's, I'm sorry. that's I'm an done, RIP I'm done, I'm done. Robin Williams <laughs> bell. I'm <Bell. laughs> much appreciated for whom the bell tolls. <laughs> tolls for Robin Williams.
0: If that bell tolls for anybody, that, that we got to get a new bell. If that's the one that's tolling for people's de- death, <laughs> definitely
2: won't touch the bell anymore. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, well, tell me uh what did you what did you bring for us today? Okay. So My favorite thing, and mind you, like, I wish I could show you, like, in the true physical sense, Mm -hmm. but I remember it viscerally, Mm -hmm. because I found it many years after it happened. Um, So in fourth grade, I was in love with this kid named Brad Saramuga. I'm using full names today. Oh, go for it. it. Go for (laughs) it. If Brad listens, he's going to be very flattered. (laughs) Or not. (laughs) Um, But in fourth grade, I had a huge crush on this kid and all, and I think, I feel like full names are, like, really important to the story, Mm -hmm. like... And all the cool girls were going to the roller rink like on Fridays. Oh, the roller rink. Yes. Yeah. So Keely Rossi, Jenna Schwartz, Caitlin Motor. All of those girls had like boyfriends. Motor already. as an M-O-T-O-R? No, M-O-D-E-R. Oh, OK. But I wish it was Motor. That the, <laughs> the image would probably get ripped apart for that one. Um, but they all had boyfriends. They were going to go to the roller rink. And I guess the one guy that was like not in the cool clan didn't have a date and neither did I and I desperately wanted to be their friend so I had a crush on the kid for like since second grade and so he Asked me to go to the roller rink and asked me to be his girlfriend. Nice. Like well, ahead of time. Package deal. Like, this is amazing. Like, mind you, like, I I made my mom take me to JCPenney. Like, I got like a brand new top. Yeah. It was of really course. exciting. <laughs> and I like made sure like my hair was like super straight and like cool. And I put like glitter lip gloss on. It and, like, looked really cool. <laughs> wait, but wait, but you have to tell me the moment
1: when he asked you those. Like, what was that oh, like? Oh, it was Did you orchestrated?
2: No, no, no. It was super like casual at lunch. He came up to me and was like, hey. i hi. I'm like, hi Brad. And he's like, so, going to the roller rink um, and everybody's bringing their girlfriend and I just want to see if you'd like be my be my girlfriend and go to the roller rink with me. Like the most like... <laughs> in fourth grade you said? Yeah. And, and I was like, I, I I realized he was trying to play it so not cool and so I figured I'd do the same. I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. sounds great. Mind <laughs> you, like I'm like peeing. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm literally going to pee in my pants. So, uh, so that's very nonchalant like lunch yeah. hour kind of date. And so, we go to the roller rink. We do the couple skate. That's the whole reason why you had to have a girlfriend, right? You for that one skate. song. You have a for whole one relationship song for where one the disco ball is like gleaming. You're going slow. Your like interlaced fingers. Your hands are so sweaty. Yeah, you're like embarrassed, but like you don't care because you're holding somebody's hand for the first time. It Were was, you a good skater? No, but <laughs> but I I was like I'm working the wall and holding his hand yeah. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so basically, after that happened, I was like, oh, I, I'm in love with them right like this there's glove. no other way there's no other way and so I knew his favorite cartoon he liked two things in life he liked WWE wrestling okay and he liked he liked South Park which he was like super cool because he got to watch that even as like a fourth grader like it was super inappropriate those oh. were two
0: very important things that were happening at the same time yeah pretty much because yeah that, that, that was the mark of all teenage boys was like can you do a Cartman impression and do you, <laughs> yeah. do you know what Austin 316 means yeah which is which
2: is the
1: wrestling Character. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. But South Park, you were allowed to
2: watch South Park in fourth oh, grade. N- no, but like his parents were like cool parents, and so they'd let him oh. have like WWE fair parents. Yeah, pay-per-view parties where you look at like pizza and you watch wrestling. Yeah, and-
0: dude. Wow. Wow. Here's the here's the weird part about that. Uh, fourth grade, eight, you're ten. Yeah. Yeah. Ten. So at that time, WWF was fucking like there was lesbian Nasty angles there was like weird
2: stuff there was for 10 year old
0: evil Japanese dude <laughs> trying to chop off the, a porn star wrestler's penis <laughs> what that like Raw ended one time with him saying I choppy choppy your pee pee and then like black out <laughs> <laughs> like that was a, that was an angle that happened in the show like that it's his terrible. parents were maybe a little too cool and
2: like as an adult now you probably realize like, oh they're probably like drinking a lot like yeah like Having kids over is like, let's put a little rum in our Kool-Aid. And like, hey, look. This is oh, look. That's how you deal with them. Yeah, Come on. Kids. Pretty much. But I I knew that Brad, like, loved Cartman. And he had, like, the perfect cheesy poof. Like, cheesy poof. <laughs> like, imp- impression. Yes. And so I decided to get him a card. Like, thank him. So, like, I crafted this little cute card. And I, like, really practiced, like, in big bubble letters, Brad on the front. Uh-huh. And then the inside of the card, it said, I wanted to still be, like, cool. So, like, thanks, dude, for the for the couple skate. I loved being your date. And then I drew Cartman. Nice. With a little, like, uh, cheesy poof. Like, nice. <laughs> a little talkie sign on this. Uh, oh, it was the dumbest thing ever. And looking back at it now, I thought, like, that was, like, art. Like, I really worked hard on it. And it looks like a slanted, like, snowman. With like, a Cartman hat on. And I was going to give it to him and I was trying to get up the courage because he was still like my boyfriend, but he wasn't calling me or anything. I wasn't like at home after school at four and getting like the hour long phone call that right. like, all Be- the other girls got. Did they in fourth grade? Oh yeah. Like you would like pick up the phone. Like four, It's I think more like fifth and sixth. It was like pretty yeah. much standard, but that was when it was like starting. And so basically I was, I'm not getting the phone calls. I have this card. I'm going to keep it in my notebook. I'll give it to him when the time's right. And then the day that I got up the courage to go, like, give it, give the card to him, he's like, oh, we're not dating anymore. That was just for the couple's no. uh. And I pretty much, and mind you, this is, like, my M.O. now, and this is how I would be. I was like, oh, I didn't think we were dating either, dude. And I, like, <laughs> I, like, hit him in the shoulder. Like, I was like, I didn't think we were dating either. It's fine. Cool, see you around. And I hit his shoulder way too hard. And I went to the bathroom and
1: cried. Oh. Oh. I was like,
2: terrible. But I found this card maybe, I don't know, like six years ago. And it was. And you so know. you still had it? Oh, yeah. You never gave it to him. Never you never just it kept him. it. Nope. nope. Oh. Yeah. I know. And does it doesn't exist at home? It in- does. And my mom has it somewhere in like this massive vault of things. Well, they're not still. Are they in D.C.? They're now? in D.C. Yeah, they, yeah. they moved. Well, basically, when I moved, it gave them permission to move. They thought they were like staying in Pennsylvania because I maybe like oh, did. I don't know. <laughs> or they were like trapped there until like I went away for college. Yeah, or they anything. didn't want to uproot you.
1: Yeah. But in I'm, hindsight, you were like, yeah. why couldn't I live I like, in totally. D.C.?
2: Take me anywhere else, take me to a field. And told <laughs> me I'd much prefer that. <laughs> how
1: did you, how did you, Um. like, exercise that, that, like, how did you express that restlessness when you
2: were younger? I didn't. You just like sat on it. it. No, I'm I'm learning this. Uh, this might be a little bit uh, personal, but I'm learning that through therapy now. Yeah, very that, good. That therapy um, is very important. I suppressed a lot of those like anxieties and mm-hmm. and suppressed like I want friends. Why don't I have friends? <laughs> I'm such a loner. Like, I'm shocked. You're just like one of the most pleasant human beings there is. I. I very much appreciate that, and I I do I do find myself to be on the pleasant side, but I mean I'm not gonna like I don't know I don't know if I'm gonna be a curmudgeon because I had like a rough go, you know what I mean? That's the difference and, between you
1: and me. And well, but everybody everybody's rough goes
2: different. But look at like you're making making me laugh. I mean,
1: <laughs> Will you um just because I'm curious about about the years that you. We're in high school.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: just you can and you can cherry pick what you want to talk about. Yeah, but like, okay, so so listeners, how I know Mallory is <laughs> a, like an extremely extremely diligent, hardworking, conscientious, generous, like pretty serious individual. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. But the descriptions that you gave me of yourself in high school seemed. Not to fit the, the image that I had of you. So oh, well, everything else
2: I think was still the same, except for the image, which is like the funniest part. So like, in Pennsylvania, even though we were like nowhere near like California dreaming or anything like that, we all thought that having a tan was like a really great idea. Mm-hmm. Like you wanted it. Like you before you went to homecoming or prom, you had to be tan. Mm-hmm. And so my best friend at the time's mom owned a tanning salon, and so she. <laughs> I got a job at this tanning salon, oh, but I God. literally was the shade of a piece of printer paper. She's like, well, you can work here, but you like really have to get tan." I'm like, oh, that, well, that won't be a wow. problem. I'll just tan like once in a blue moon.
0: You had to be processed.
2: Oh, to... I, I looked like cardboard <laughs> dipped in like orange paint. It was terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but I started tanning all the time. And I was like maybe 16. Oh, my God. And But that was what everybody did? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like it, um, the more tan you could be, was like some type of weird like battle with each other yeah
0: that was kind of like my town too it was like bleach your hair but tan as well
2: oh yeah somehow no no and I had the bleached hair but only as like white bangs like I had like the the rogue and x-men look for a while where one side was a white piece of hair um then I had like these blunt bangs and then I had a pink streak through that um, but I wore so much Mac makeup as a 16 year old that it's enough to like completely cover all of RuPaul's Drag Race like, all seasons, <laughs> wow. all all yeah. beautiful queens. That's a lot <laughs> of cake. <That's laughs> it's a, a lot, lot of cake. Of cake. And uh, yeah, I, I, felt, I felt like the more makeup I put on, like the better I felt. And it was like a total like you were hiding. Oh, totally. And like I was introduced to like the Friendster thing, and then MySpace happened, and. It, Shit got real. How how so? <laughs> did you was did you post lots of pictures of yourself? I that? posted lots of pictures of myself, like that, like the half face pictures are like super artful. Mm-hmm. Like you would like look off in the distance, but like you'd only see like, like basically one eye and like a little bit of your mouth, and that was it. Like maybe a shoulder. <laughs> yes. But it's
1: artful. It's but it's artful, artful. and
2: so you and like you're using sepia tones. Like before you had like Photoshop, you're like yeah. I'm just gonna saturate the shit out of uh-huh. this to look super good. Um, and I got around like 30,000 MySpace friends. What? Which was... How? I think I just, I kept like friend requesting people. And then all of a sudden, like I gathered enough people that they started friend requesting me. I don't know. It was at the beginning of MySpace where you like you could choose your top eight. And like Tom was like in the top eight Always still. with
0: his tight t-shirt.
2: Yeah. Pretty back, much. sealed I, white t-shirt. I never had
1: MySpace. I did do Friendster oh. for a short while. I, I did yeah.
0: MySpace for a while. That was like right after i broke up with my first college girlfriend i was immediately on there cuz i just i kind of just wanted to retreat onto the internet again cuz it's kind of i was yeah. when i was right around that time 10 11 12 i mm-hmm. discovered the internet and i didn't have any friends <laughs> so i would just go there and be like i would have an identity
2: well, that's well that's i think what i was feeling like i suppressed like feeling rejected a bit in elementary school and all of a sudden i have this world of people mm-hmm. that all were kind of like alternative and listen to Cool music yeah. and went, went to Warp Tour, and <laughs> I felt like I had a community. And so I, like, I made some poor choices, mind you. Nothing bad happened, thank God. But like, I met people from the internet. Oh like, yeah, I think I've mentioned on this uh, program before
1: that I. I met a dude in a chat room and I gave him my phone number and then he called my house like on a Saturday morning and my dad picked up and who <laughs> oh, no. was like what the fuck is I mean, going on I basically
2: catfished people like people thought I was like 18 no me too and I was like I 15 did that years too. old I'm like you have to pick me up my car is broken down <laughs> <laughs> people would drive like an hour but then they came <laughs> to like strangers came to your house two guys <gasps> like we were just like gonna be friends and hang out and they both like came and hang out did hang out with me
1: and your your parents were okay with this? <laughs> I had
2: no idea. How I met these people. I was like, "Oh, I met them at a concert, with my new friends." Did like, they try anything or were they totally no, Actually, like that's what I'm saying. Like I was very, very, very lucky. Like actually yeah. they, they were decent fellows and nothing bad happened. There was no <laughs> underage sexual actions happening um but yeah i'm and like the one guy like this is where i'm from and sharon like we went to walmart and we took mm-hmm. kitty bicycles and read kitty bicycles through the store and got mm-hmm. in trouble like that's yeah. that
1: that sounds like a great uh like music video for <laughs> walking
0: on sunshine
2: oh i was gonna say a green day song oh fair enough warm. i was thinking jimmy Eat world okay like, yes yes Because yes. everybody's like in their white underwear like that, oh, that music video still like haunts my dreams <laughs> um oh, oh what was i gonna say uh basically I met these two dudes. Those were like the two main guys, but there were so many other people that I met, like going out, because we're all like these loners in these small towns. And I had an ego, like I had, I had like an alter ego. Like my name wasn't like Mallory, blah blah, blah, like on MySpace. It was um, (laughs) emotional wrecking ball. (laughs) Nice. And you attracted people to you, even with that. (laughs) Yeah. Which makes no sense because I'm like. Like and mind you, I think Miley Cyrus like ripped me off.
1: Yeah, you got there
2: first. You got I, there I was there way first. Way, like a 2005 first, yeah. you know, four. Yeah.
1: And when you started when you started tanning, was there a noticeable difference
2: in the attention that you got from your peers? Yeah, because I look like a softcore porn star. <laughs> like all the guys, go- like I-, I got attention from dudes only because that's probably the porn that they were watching. Yeah. And I still just was buddies with everybody. Like, I didn't lose my V-card for a very long time. Yeah. Did you have any boyfriends? The, like, boyfriends in high school? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I dated an older guy. Oh. Yeah. But nothing happened, which is great, because uh, he was was much older, and I was still like the, no, I'm straight edge. I can't do that. And And he he respected you. And Oh, I mean, he was cheating on me the whole time. (laughs) But... (laughs) <laughs> uh, at least I didn't lose my virginity, right? I? I don't know oh, that's
0: good. Wow, you guys uh, were pretty lucky with the, the amount of uh, people that didn't want to do anything.
2: Yeah, but
1: see, but that was also the struggle, you know. Of because course, I partly part, partly wanted to be taken advantage of. Do you know what I mean? But nobody would. No, have
0: it. I don't know what you mean.
1: <laughs> I just wanted positive. I was never seen as a, a a sex object ever.
2: Like I was seen as you know that squirrel in the corner doing her homework fair enough and like you know? for me my dad did martial arts for a living so all the dudes that like actually wanted to date me were scared shitless and like didn't oh yeah like uh-huh. my dad was a yeah he's a very nice guy but if people came over he was weary of he was like a force he, to be reckoned with yeah he was gonna nice. mess them up yeah
0: yeah. what kind of martial art did he uh, practice the
2: official term is wushu um, it's like similar to like Jet Li That's oh that kind cool. of style, but it's also you can consider it kung fu but, oh,
0: that's even cooler yeah. because of kung fu. I know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh. I've, seen, I've seen Mallory do a, a routine
2: before. Oh, God. Nice. You, no, wait. Yes. What? You, you <laughs> did it at
1: Maggie's. <laughs> oh, Mallory Jesus. and I went to acting school at Maggie Flanagan together. Oh, what are so, these pictures yes. that you have here? Oh, okay. So Which, I Which, by couple. the way, we will
2: post these uh, on mm-hmm. the bitch This is my, my emo boyfriend that I had in high school for like maybe a month. He made this like double exposure picture in the dark room and they like, gave it to me as a gift. He also may- Wait, forced- is that of you? Yeah. He also forced me to listen to Elliot Smith in the car oh, all the no. time. And like, mind you, as an adult, I don't mind Elliot Smith. I th- I find yeah, it but that's be- suicide Melancholy music. and Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. He was going to like murder homicide like me. Like he was going to do something bad to me at some but point. Yeah.
1: So we have here uh, some sunflowers, looks like, in the bottom <laughs> right corner, which is very 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Early 2000s. Yeah.
2: And just a, a, an eye. Just a mm-hmm. single eye with very thin eyebrows. See, the damage. Yeah. The damage I did to myself. Yeah, someone was in love with you. I mean, for a month. Yeah, yeah
0: pretty definitely, much. Definitely. I definitely did that photography experiment, too, in high school. Yeah. Where they're like, double exposed. Try and merge in. It's art. I mean. But it was wonderful. They don't do it anymore.
2: This, this is also, like, a, a photo that I love. This is of me, I think, in, like, third grade, second grade. I, for my birthday party, begged my mother to take me and my closest girlfriends to a hair salon to get our hair curled. We did that in fourth grade, too!
1: <laughs> we did. We all got side ponytails with, like, and then the curled, they curled the ponytail yeah. yep. with a curler, and then they did our makeup for us, too. I mean, that was the best. What could be better? Oh, it was a great birthday.
2: And then... I remember I as like, I, mind you, I was so sophisticated. As like a parting gift for my birthday, I asked my mom to get Bath and Body Works nail polishes with the charms. Do you remember this? Or do you? Or yes. You, okay. Yes, I do. And the, they were collectible. So I was like, we have to get everybody their own nail polish with a charm. Like they have to, they have to remember this day. Forever. Forever. They're going to put the charm in a necklace and it's going to be like my birthday charm. <laughs> <laughs> and so my mom spent many, many a three dollars and ninety nine cents at Bath and Body Works getting me a polish.
1: You know, it's funny that you that you mentioned that because I almost brought, but then I didn't. I got I brought you something else, but I almost brought this um, Bath and Body Works uh, Country Apple like set <gasps> of uh, stuff. Yeah, that I still have from like fifth grade, oh so God. it's not usable. But
2: see, there was there was this scent spray that also all the girls wore. That oh yeah, smelled like the body splash pure. sugar. Yes, yeah, sunlap and raspberry. Yes. That one was from Bath and Body Works. Yes. It's also one from Walmart. That was pink and it looked like it was like liquid glitter and oh you God. smelled like a piece of cotton candy. Yep. Everybody all the girls spray that in the uh
1: yeah. in the dance studio, in the waiting room for the yeah. dance studio, so that it was like feet was yeah. the base smell <laughs> and then like
2: <laughs> sugar and alcohol on top of that. But can oh. I tell you something very sophisticated? Oh, yes. So trying to get my own scent because every girl smelled like sugar right and I wanted my own type of sugar and I really like the design of this bottle this like oh how do you say Versace or Versace whatever, mm-hmm. were Vinci. like oh, we have like these little brands of perfume they never sold those types of clothing and where I'm from but they sold the perfumes yeah it's like oh this is very fancy so Givenchy however yeah. the hell you want to say yeah. it, it had this really cool like architecture Textually structured bottle. Yeah. It was really. I funky. know what you're talking about. It looked like a a torso almost. Kind no? of. It had like these like jagged edges at the top. Yeah. And mind you, this thing was a musk. Okay. It was something an old. Woman old lady. Yeah. But I wanted it. Like it was like my <laughs> new scent. And so these body sprays are mind you, the content of actual oil is so low you can just spray the hell out of them. This is like a, a thick scent. Oh. Like twenty percent oil. And so I sprayed this shit like it was a... Like, like it, was it was a body, body spray. Body spray. And so it was like neck, neck, Ugh. wrist, wrist, Ugh. behind the kneecaps, feet. And every class I walked into, like I think I had a teacher pull you me aside You a cloud around Yeah, a teacher pulled me side once and like, said, you cannot wear <laughs> like <laughs> the amount of perfume you're wearing. And mind you, I probably smelled like an older woman from the Upper East Side. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like there was a whole aura <laughs> no, uh, radiating. Yeah. I, had, your, yeah. I had a very wealthy, old aura about myself. <laughs> and was... your aura
0: had friends. And, and that I... was the entire thing. It was like the, <laughs> the capsule you were in of the, the smell. It pretty much, pretty much. Ladies to lunch. Yeah. And
2: my mom told me that I had to bring my perfume bottle in my backpack because I couldn't spray it before we got in the car. Oh. <laughs> because it was like, making her ill. And she knew that I was like going to go like, renegade and just spray the hell out oh. of it. I can't believe you were allowed to even have that. Oh, that's Ooh.
0: what, one of the things that we sold at my grandfather's store was just like old lady perfume. And I'd have to move that shit. From the front to the back, to the back to the front, just to, for, for visibility to, so as to not oh bury no. it. And we got new product.
1: Did anyone ever buy that stuff?
0: No! They just kept dropping it off. Like, th- <laughs> we, we weren't selling that.
1: Just a, a, a quickie uh, explanation of your grandfather's store. My grandfather's
0: store sold everything. It had axe handles, porn, old lady perfume. Uh, uh, we just had a garage sale yesterday. Like alarm
1: uh, clocks that you could put in the shower. That was
0: my father's idea That's to pick great. that up, and we made a million dollars off of that. So that was a Philip Casale Sr. invention. Uh, we, we had, like, because we would just, some people would come to the store and be like, look, I got this product. I'll sell it to you. I might have stolen it, but I'm not going to say that I didn't. And then, like, we'd, we'd be like, <laughs> all right, sure, yeah. we pay a certain amount, and then we'd sell. We'd upsell. It's like marketing. It's yeah. like anything. But we would sell everything. Anything, and in the '70s, they were inventive because they'd steal clothes and then steal tags and then sew the tags onto the knockoff clothes and make knockoff clothes and knockoff bags. Like that was what we did.
1: Yeah, it's Chinatown.
0: Yeah, but in Nutley, New Jersey. Right. So,
1: <laughs> did you ever? Uh, did you? What was your your scent situation? when you were younger or were you oblivious? Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, oh yeah. No. Hey, listen guys. No,
2: he was either Calvin Klein Eternity or yeah. Abercrombie and Fitch for the boys. Oh, we had, Girls so, well, I was it. a little older than you so
1: CK1 was where we oh. were at. CK1, that was, oh, I yeah,
0: gotcha. I remember that.
2: Yeah, which was supposed yeah. to be unisex.
0: That was the commercial that had Sleepwalk yeah. in it. CK1 oh,
2: I did the yes, Ralph yes. Lauren one When I got a bit older In high school It was a little tiny blue bottle It was like Ralph mm-hmm. Lauren Like called Girl Or something mm-hmm. I remember that interesting scent I wore that And then also Abercrombie Yeah But you would, like walk into that store And like The so fans You just walk by blow. the store In the mall yeah. And you get a walk out. And
0: also the music Can just like it, it. It's so loud It like bangs In your, in <laughs> your rib your cage You feel it resonate And you're like I can't look at these shirts anymore I'm yeah. so dizzy And then you gotta leave I mean,
2: I I remember at one point. Mind you, this goes to show like this whole like tan thing. I got super super tan in high school, and I walked past a Hollister in like the neighboring town, uh-huh. and they offered me like a job application, <laughs> and I immediately was like, "I've done it. I have become made it, me." So you actually like made that
1: that ideal like fantasy transformation that happens in all of those high school movies where there's a happy ending, like you kind of you transformed kind of I mean (laughs) producer Kent is uh,
0: incredulous
2: (laughs) I mean I still was tanning when I moved to New York like the the, like the whole what made you stop it's an addiction I think it's like weird self-perception disorder well it's the I mean you're getting vitamin D from it right isn't it like being Mm. in the sun vitamin R what's R radiation oh I'm getting that sweet sweet radiation thanks for setting me up for (laughs) that. no problem (laughs) Um, but I had an acting teacher when I, when I, before I went to Maggie Flanagan, Mm -hmm. I went to another school and this, this teacher, uh, told me that I look like an orange and that I'm not permitted to be in her class unless I stop tanning. And she pretty much killed, killed my addiction because I was forced to, like, she was like the top teacher at the school. Oh, wow. Yeah. How old were you then? I was 17. Oh, so you came straight here. Yeah. 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 No college here. Just not even required and now you're just
1: in you know the coolest production in the city so <laughs> no problem i know i'll be
2: there until i'm 83 until that's the fine place burns down it's great <laughs> <laughs> um well do you uh let me let me give you a little gift this is ridiculous so oh let me practice
1: it it's okay. not exciting it looks not exciting I just, see, I, I'm very excited right now. Okay.
0: Her family is... is uh, I don't want to call them hoarders. They're not. But see, here's collectors. the thing.
1: You read the first two pages of Mark Maron's book, Attempting Normal, and he describes exactly the reason why I have so much stuff and why my family has so much <laughs> stuff. It's because before there were hoarders, there were collectors. And that's essentially what we just kept. Yeah. Sentimental yeah. value was on everything.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, TV has to shame everything somehow. In, exactly. In the reality, exactly. TV arena. Yeah.
1: So this... It's going to look like an average piece of plastic to oh my you. my God. But it is a business card holder from <sighs> an office set for, like, a little kid playing lawyer. Yeah. My dad was a lawyer. So I wanted to be a lawyer. And so, like, my idea... Like, some people, when they had fantasies, they would, like, put on their princess dresses. Yeah. I had, like this two-tier tray like a red tray and a blue tray with like an inbox and an outbox with like stationery in it and my calculator and all my pens and I pretended like I was a lawyer so um, uh, in honor of the fact that I did not pursue that career and pursued something really oh, impractical oh my god you go. I love it put
2: all your put all your your fancy business cards in there I can't <laughs> or wait. throw it away it's I, fine I cannot wait oh my gosh I'm gonna put so many cards in here
1: yeah or, or
2: something I mean gift cards I'll think. I'll think of you every time. Every time you pull. A every Starbucks time I get that card. Starbucks gift card out <laughs> that I get from my boyfriend's grandmother every Christmas, <laughs> I will think of you and I'll put it in here. Awesome. Um, is
1: there uh, anything that you would like to plug, or do you want to mention about Sleep No More, or your acting life otherwise, or films, or anything that are coming out?
2: Um, I mean, if you want to come see Sleep No More, you can visit uh, sleepnomorenyc.com. And I play various roles, and it's a bit mysterious. And I think if uh, you're in- intrigued by theater that is a bit unconventional and titillating, it's right up your alley. It's incredible. It's the best theatrical experience I've ever had. So I mainly recommend. That's, that's hot praise. High recommend.
1: Thank you. Um, Mallory Grayson, thank you so much for being It's a true pleasure, guys. And awesome. uh, guys, uh, keep a, keep an ear out for future dates for the monthly show at QED, and uh, check out the podcast. Subscribe, leave us a nice review. Uh, that's the bitchseatpodcast.com. You can find it on iTunes. What about Anything you? Else? What's
0: your What's your uh, Twitter handle?
1: My Twitter handle is at Lisa is a person. Uh, Phil's is at Phil Casal. And the bitch seat is on there, too, at the underscore bitch underscore seat.
0: And thank you for coming to Nerd Melt, because this will
1: come out the day after. That's right. We saw you all at Nerd Melt. <laughs> It was a great
0: show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye. Take care.
1: This
2: is Chelsea. This is Evan.
1: And we're the hosts of Call Us Crazy, a podcast all about
2: diagnosable disorders, because I have Tourette. I have obsessive compulsive disorder. So we're very, very passionate about destigmatizing and normalizing these and other disorders. We want to entertain and enlighten. Evan, how many glasses of whiskey have you had today? I have had zero, and I'm going to a holiday party, so I'm going to fix that. Well, you have, though, been drinking. I've had wine. Okay. And did you just, or did you just not pressure made me to drinking one with you. Um, I wanted to drink with you, so I nudged you in that direction. <laughs> Fair enough. What would you do if one day you went home and there was no whiskey left in the world? I'd be bummed out, and I would hope that there was room on my credit card to get more. But what if it didn't exist anymore, Evan? Um, I would have. To, I would drink more wine. Okay, that's a good answer. Tune into calls crazy. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production.